We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Follow him on Twitter at Christian Fourier. I heard you hate old people and puppies. No, no, just puppies. Hate puppies. It's OMF on WEEI. It was a good pocket for him. He just didn't get the job done. The little walk, that jet with two strikes, didn't finish him off. Uh, you got to face three three hitters by rules. So he has to face the righty. He faced Mitch. You know, we knocked it down, and then we went to Orovino. It was wild today. He wasn't able to command the fastball. He put himself you know, in a tough spot. Alex Cora talking about Hernandez out of the bullpen last night, and uh, the Red Sox end up losing the first of this series against the A's. Uh, talking about Alex Cora, it is uh, AC Wednesday, brought to you by KM. As long as there's KM, there's summer, our Bella Insurance, and by Zenny, the official eyewear of the Boston Red Sox, Major League style, minor league prices. Visit Zenny.com. Joining us live on the Harbor One Hotline is indeed the manager of the Red Sox, Alex Cora. Hey, Alex. What's going on? Hey, hey there he is. How you doing? All right? Doing good. All everything good. good? Yes, sir. Good. <laughs> Terrific. Still in first place, so everything is uh, good. So, can we start with a little negative today? Because we haven't had a lot of negative the last... Uh, yeah. <laughs> can we start with some negative? Let's yeah. be critical. Let's is that, critical. Is that okay with you? Because you've been doing a good job. All right, Alex, we'll give you credit for that. So, we're 12 <laughs> days into the month. Uh, Matt Barnes has been spectacular. But the rest of the bullpen right now, your earn run average is, I believe, 7 point. You've got an extra uh, arm out there in the bullpen. Does it concern you at all right now? Because the the way you're going with starters? Um, I'm not concerned. We just got to be better, of course. And we, we think we have some capable guys. Um, sometimes with bullpens, and I learned this in 18, uh, it, it gets to the point sometimes that the usage, you, you don't see the impact right away that week, right? Like, these guys, they can go three uh, three days in a row, and then you know, we can use them at will. But then you, they start feeling it probably a week later or two weeks later. And and I do believe the usage have, have been very aggressive. One of the things that we got going for ourselves, and we're not complaining about it, if you look at our, our games, I do believe that we only been out of a game once the whole season, right? It's the third game yeah. against Baltimore to start off uh, the the season. And for how great that is, sometimes it's, it works against you because it's a lot of close games, uh, a lot of situations that you, you keep going to, to your to your guys to, to finish games and to lock games down sometimes. We've been in situations that we have a big lead and then, you know, we give up a few runs and, and then you you have to use guys that you really wanted to stay away from them. So it's a combination of everything. But to tell you the truth, I'm not concerned. I am just feel like we just got to be better. Uh, we got to throw more strikes. We got to be aggressive in zone. Uh, Stuff-wise, 
we do believe we have a, a good bullpen, and uh, if we're more aggressive in the strike zone, good things are going to happen. So a two-parter for me, Alex. Um, one, do you like the, the you know the three hitter you know minimum for relievers? Do you like it? And um, how much do you think it actually affects the game, specifically last night? Um, I don't think yesterday was a big deal. Uh, it was a good pocket for him. Um, you have a lefty, and then you have Mitch down in the order. You have a switch hitter, too. Uh, the only, quote-unquote, bad matchup was uh, Chapman, and he's not swinging the bat the way he's capable of, right? So I, I do believe that was a, a good situation for him. But there's certain times that you, you got to think ahead, kind of like, okay, we got, let's say the situation like yesterday, but there was a, a righty leading off, but you have Odovino in case they pinch hit for Mitch. So do you use Darwinson against a bad matchup leading off with the righty, knowing that they might pinch hit with Mitch, and you got Adam, you know, Mitch is hitting fourth, right, in the lineup, uh, in, in that inning. So you start with Darwinson against the righty, you got a lefty, you got a switch hitter. Uh, if they have traffic, they pinch hit for Mitch, you got Adam right away. Or you start off later and then all of a sudden you know they pinch it for Mitch and you got to leave Darwinson so you have to play it uh you got to be smart about it think ahead and sometimes you you actually have to bring them earlier so you make sure you have good matchups at Yo, the end so, of the so do you, do you do you like it do you like the fact that you just went through this whole like mental gymnastics about what you had to do how you had to forecast if this happens that happens <laughs> I mean, because I was say if last night. I mean, you're saying you know post game like you know he was wild. It would have been great as soon as you identify. All right, this isn't going to work. This isn't his night. Let's pull him. But yet you have to well, keep him. Well, I mean, in. he he walks. Actually, I'm watching film, you know, or video, whatever you want to call it. You know, he he gets to three two with Olsen. He had uh, Jed on a one two count. So you know you, you got to put him away right there. So. Um, maybe you bring somebody from Chapman if if there wasn't a rule, but then you have Moreland from the left side, so it's kind of like mix and match. So let's say that that was that this happened two years ago when there was no rule. Probably we go with Darwinson and then bring a righty for Chapman, Bryce, you know, Sodom guy, get get that guy out. Bring Taylor for for Mitch, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's, either way, you're either way. You're either way, you have yeah. to you have to deal with the rules, right? You have to. Yeah. I mean, this is what it is, and uh, I don't think the reason they 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 have this rule is to speed up the game. Uh, I don't think it makes a difference, to be honest with you. Alex, you talked earlier in the year. We talked about Matt Barnes. You said the biggest difference, kind of, you know, uh, being more aggressive, throwing strikes, trying not to be too too fine early on, and um, in particular, Darwinson and Ottavino, right? The walk totals are up. Is that obviously they're not trying to throw balls, but is that still a mentality they're trying to figure out, like being aggressive in you know early in counts to get ahead? Because it seems like both of them, obviously the control issues, maybe fastball command. I think <clears throat> with Adam, obviously he he's lived throughout his career expanding the strike zone, right, with the slider. So we understand that he wants to be more aggressive. He wants to throw strikes. Uh, I think the leadoff guy has been kind of like a problem for him, but. You know, he's been really good against righties. He's getting better against lefties. With Darwinson, um, we've seen this before. Uh, we saw it in 19 uh, last year uh, for whatever time he pitched. You know, it's either a strikeout or, or, or a walk, right? And and we do want him to 
to be more aggressive with the fastball because that fastball up in the zone, it, it plays. It really plays. So uh, I think it's more about him controlling his delivery. Um, he's added his breaking ball again uh, just to slow him down. Just happened yesterday. Uh, you know, he fell behind Chapman 2-0. It was a fastball and he hit a rocket to, to bogey. Um, you know, he fell behind to Mitch 2-0. And, uh, you know, he's still young. He still needs to work on controlling his emotions. And uh, I think the, the walk to Olsen put him in a bad spot. Hey, Alex, the other night with Martin Perez, I think a lot of a lot of attention, right, with the five innings he gets pulled. I think most of it is just because the next hitter hit a home run. But this is something you guys have done all year long, right? And, and it's worked, and we haven't talked about it when it works. But I'm wondering, was it is it also the fact you have 14 pitchers on this staff, but maybe more importantly, do you guys take into consideration last year's innings and sit there and say, these guys have thrown 50 innings last year. We really want to be careful when we can now. We want to make sure they're strong in August because we don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, um, and we've done it before, right? In, in 18, we, we kind of do the same thing. Uh, that was a an interesting one because he had 70-something pitches. and uh, But the way their lineup was set up and Matt being available, we were trying to get you know two or three innings. And... Uh, you know, going into the ninth, we were—I mean, to the eighth, we were down two-one. I know Mark, well, Mancini hit the home run, but you, you got to be smart as far as like usage and all that. Uh, there's an off day coming up too, so maybe the next start we let him go deeper into the game, knowing that he's going to get an extra day. Um, it's, it's one of those that you have to create a balance. Uh, the one before, he faced Jones with what first and second and two outs he had him 0-2 didn't put him away got a base hit um it's it's one of those i'm still learning the pitchers i, I really like what i see from him you know that inning he was throwing 95 with a good changeup. but the way we were set up it was good and also the fact that we we want matt to to go multiple innings it's very important for us knowing what's going on right now in the minor leagues as far as the injuries he, he's a guy that we we count on him you know, maybe if something happens to to start or, or be somebody, you know, like a bulk inning guy in, in a situation we have to use an opener. So it was actually good for him to, to throw 45 pitches, although the results were in there. We're talking to Alex Cora. Uh, in the CD world of sports talk radio, that's how we live our life every day here, Alex. A lot of times we spend time talking about the face of a franchise. And I look at Xander Bogarts right now, I look up his numbers, and I look at his position versus other guys who played that spot, and I don't think there's any better uh, than him in the, in the league right now. He also has a great personality. We keep on talking about why he doesn't get more attention as that uh, guy. He's entertaining every time we've had him on. Is there something that you see in that clubhouse every night, leadership ability, other things? Do you believe he's the face of your franchise? <laughs> He's uh he's the leader in the clubhouse. We know that, and uh, I've been saying all along. I don't want to say face of the franchise, whatever. He's the mo- most consistent person in this uh, organization. Um, the way he he goes about his business in the off season, during spring training, during the season, he wants to pose every day. Um, he doesn't want he doesn't like off days. He's very accountable. He's great with the media. Um, no red flags off the field, right? He's been here since 2013, and and no negative things about him. So, I mean, if you add all that stuff, <laughs> who else you want to be, you know, the leader of the clubhouse, the leader of the team, and, and being called the, 
the face of the franchise. If you want to call it that, I, I I don't have a problem with that. This guy, he's that good. I'm happy actually that when we went to New York, we play on national TV, and all the talk was about shortstops, and they actually you know talk a lot about him, and the conversations keep going. What he's doing offensively has been great. Defensively, he does his part, and he he's amazing. And uh, like I've been saying all along, I'm I'm very happy that he's my shortstop. So usually, guys like that, when things are not going well with the team, he's the guy. That is the type of guy who steps forward and kind of gets everybody back on the page. Do you see that when things are not going well? Um, I see it, but he's not like vocal. He's not Pedroia, right? He's not loud in the clubhouse. Nobody's he like just, Pedroia. Yeah. No, he shows up and and he works and he grinds and he runs hard to first and he hustles a single into a double and he's diving all over the place at shortstop and he gets the big walk or the big home run and um, he's very accountable and I know it was very hard for everybody here last year. It was very hard on him. Uh, I used to see the the press conference and I, I felt you know awful for him. It, it was you know obviously it was tough for him and the fact that we are where we are playing the way we we're playing. He's he's very happy. He he always jokes around. He loves the the MLB power power rankings. Mm-hmm. He loves that. It, it, it's actually he he texts me in the mornings on Mondays and he's like we're number one in the nation. <laughs> Uh, or two like your or three. college team. He hated he hated the number twenty <laughs> right off the bat. He's like, "How can we rank number twenty? How that works?" I'm like, "Well, we're we're not we're not that good right now." So uh, he loves all that stuff, and he's you see the third baseman how he gravitates towards him. Um, he's awesome, man, and, and I'm glad that people are recognizing him as one of the best players in baseball. So, Alex, squirrel moment question for me. If you had an opportunity to place a Major League Baseball team in, in any city, obviously without a team already there, uh, where would you put it? Um, Commonwealth included? Sure. San Juan. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Of course. And we kind of I figure you may throw that out there. Go ahead. I mean, they played 20 games back in the day. Montreal played down there. Yeah. Go back to Montreal, man. Montreal. Yeah. Really? See, I was, thinking, back to Montreal. I, I was thinking like a smaller city, like a Portland. Nashville? Yeah. Eh, I mean. Portland? Portland, yeah. For some reason, yeah. I just think about teams like Oklahoma City. Teams, cities that don't have anything. They have no, not, they don't have a lot of pro sports, and they will, they will just love you no matter what. A lot of rainouts. Montreal. Yeah. You have a, you you never play in the PCL, right? Yeah, I did. One year. Loved it. Vegas was in my division, Alex. Ve- oh, Vegas. <laughs> who, who you play for? Sacramento. That's Oakland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nashville, Portland. Portland. I think Portland, everybody talks about that one. I think Montreal. Okay, let's get back to that Would I'm Vegas be off the list just because it's so freaking hot? Um, I mean, they, they build something like the one in Arlington, yeah. uh, that stadium. Um, uh, how, how's the, the NFL? It's been, I mean, I, I didn't follow last year, but... Have they? It's been good for them. Oh yeah, for, for the and Raiders. The, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would say the that thing Vegas. is that in the PCL, when when we play there, Lou, the fan base didn't actually follow them that much, right? It, no, it I worry. It's an everyday thing. Like Vegas and football. Like on Sundays, you make it a weekend yeah. and you go watch a game. Yeah, I just don't I think, think it's going to be if much. You, if you build a great stadium in Montreal, people will will follow them. Yeah, I that agree. that was that that was a good place. That yeah. was a good baseball place. 
Hey, Alex, I want to ask you, because I know you, you guys, man, your schedule's been a little crazy, a little hectic. I think starting Monday, I don't think you play more than six in a row without a day off for the next month. Is that is that, that a moment helps. where you guys start thinking about maybe going 13 guys in the pen and adding another bat? <laughs> um, we, we'll talk about that one, obviously. Uh, I think with the way we are right now, it helps, right? Um, mm-hmm. As far as, like, our starters going five and taking care of them. But at the same time... Um, it's very important to take care of the position players, and and right now we're we're in, this week is going to be a little bit tougher because of uh, not having Christian, not having uh, Enrique. Uh, we're pushing some guys hard to to go out there, and then they're not complaining, but we got to be careful with them. So that conversation will happen this weekend, and and we'll make a decision. And with that, how close is uh, what's the latest on Danny Santana? Danny's starting today. He he didn't play yesterday. He's starting today. Um, most likely Enrique and, and, and Christian, they'll play um, maybe two games in Worcester, um, rehab games. So hopefully they, they'll be ready for, for the road trip or whenever they have to come, uh, whenever they, they are available to come off the, the IL. But Danny won't be there long, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be, rather. Who knows? I mean, obviously he, he, he needs at bats. He got his in double A's already. We're moving him around. He's going to play nine innings uh, a lot this week. And... Um, We'll see where he takes us. Uh, a real quick question for me for as far as tonight's games goes. Uh, I thought it was about the schedule. NFL uh, schedule. Well, I was going to get there, too, because you're like our football guy. But real quickly, before we get to the schedule, <laughs> uh, you got this rookie you guys are going against tonight. Uh, first time pitching to Major League Baseball, James Caprillion, first former first-round pick in 2015. Yeah, with Is the that Yankees, challenging? Yeah. Is this a challenging situation? I mean, I guess you have your intel on him, but... First time in a big time game, especially after uh, you know facing that guy you guys had last night, Bassett. <laughs> I mean, uh, after the last two guys, uh, hopefully he's not close to those guys. And uh, they were really good. They were really good. Uh, just one thing we have to do is is stay up the middle, go the other way, and uh, avoid the strikeouts. I think we we have struck out what twenty two times in the last two days. And that's not us. So um, put the ball in play, get the line moving, and if we do that, we should be okay. I was going to ask you, was it just great pitching the last couple nights? Because it's yeah. so unusual to see this team in two nights in a row with just four hits. Yeah. They, I mean, Lopez was eye-opening the other day. We knew about Bassett. Uh, he, he's been really good the last two years. Uh, he's four-seamer, the sinker, slow slider. It's a good combination. But the kid in Baltimore, he – he struggles in the middle of the game, and he didn't struggle that day. So, um, you know, good for him. Good for him. It, it happens. It's part of 162. Is Bassett another uh, Tommy John guy? Did he have the surgery? Mm, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Hey, yeah. Last one for me, uh, Erod on the mound tonight. You know, and, and I remember that third start, the power was there. And I'm kind of looking for, like, you know, sometimes he and Darwinson can act the same. I want that showmanship. You know what I mean? On that mound, sometimes he kind of you know, pimps a strikeout. Is, is, is he, you feel like he's all the way back? He doesn't look like he's comfortable. Um, he, he didn't feel too comfortable in Texas, to no. be honest with you. The command was off from the get-go. So I agree with you. There, there are certain days that when you look at him in the mound, you're like, oh, this is going to be a struggle. But uh, he still gives you five. He, you know, he's still good. But uh, hopefully tonight he, he is a good, he's a good team out, out over there. You know, they're, they're, they're a they solid team, so a big challenge. Hopefully he shows up and he can give us. I'm not going to say six and three. I want seven tonight. Seven. Ooh. Boy, you greedy. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> All right, Alex. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Have a good one. Take See care. See you later, Bye-bye. Alex Cora, right here on OMF.